Welcome to Humanity Evolve with your host, Catherine Colarco. This program will bring your life, family, and community together by focusing on the new technologies and innovations that define your world in an open and relaxed forum of ideas and discussion. Now, here is Catherine Colarco. Welcome. It's great to have you here today on live Humanity Evolve, how to succeed and thrive in a rapidly changing world. This show's goal is to inspire, empower, and inform our community with wisdom from credible and trusted world experts who will genuinely share their knowledge and insights to nurture what is best in ourselves. Everyone has a gift, a light, a path, and we want to combine the technology and human connection to support you to master your destiny and make a positive difference in your life and for our world. And today is a very special day if you're listening live. If not, make it a special day. Every day should be Valentine's Day or the day to celebrate love. So let's make that day today, irregardless of when you're listening to it. So I want to wish you all a very happy Valentine's Day. And I want you to celebrate the love every day and feel more love in your life and less stress. So today's show is about exactly that. How do we get more, more love in our life and reduce the amount of stress? So well, you might want to get a pencil out for this one or a pen and write a few things down because it's just me and you today. And we are going to walk through some of the experiences that I've had with working with stress management techniques and devices and wearables that help you to reduce these effects of stress and increase your ability to feel joy and love and compassion. So the uh, and also I'll be taking some uh, live phone calls today. So if you want to call in with your questions, please dial in at eight six 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 one three one six one two. And I hope I have a chance to get to them and answer your questions for a dis- dynamic discussion. So less stress and more love. Yes, you deserve it. I think that's one of the biggest things is that, yes, we need to feel that we deserve to have all of this more, more love in our life and actually can uh, reduce our stress. And there are simple ways to manage the overwhelm in our life and allow us to feel more love and vitality. The first thing is that, you know, I think how many of you out there do feel stress or have stressful situations going on in your life? I know I do. And I, I remind myself every day that I need to use these techniques in order to rebalance and stay in that joyful state. And if you look up things like on mayoclinic.org on how stress affects the body, you're going to find a lot of impacts in your life. And you may not be noticing them right away, but I'm just going to list out a few. Headaches, stress impacts, uh, fatigue, uh, stomach problems, sleep problems. Are a number one issue associated with sleep is often anxiety and not being able to turn off the your racing brain. Um, it also affects mood like anxiety, restlessness, feeling overwhelmed, anger, sadness, and depression. It also um, affects behavior, things like overeating, outbursts, uh, uh, drug and alcohol abuse, social withdrawal, and ex- exercising less. And these are things that uh, come and go in our lives, and I think it's important to be aware of them and know what to do when they do show up. In working with hospitals and corporations around the world, we identified that stress was a uh, a, a, a sort of exasperated or it, it, uh, basically impacted the trajectory of disease. And what we knew we had to do is, is teach these stress management techniques to create an anchor 
for behavior change. You needed to deal with the underlying emotional issues or underlying feelings and, and uh, cognitive behaviors that were actually affecting this. And if you could do that, you could change the trajectory of disease. And so I think the main thing, I'm going to try to synthesize a lot of knowledge into some very simple points. And then at the end, I'm going to give you some reference sites and places to go to learn more. And what this is really about is to really feel more joy, joy as your natural state. And as you do that, you feel more joy. You're able to handle what's going on in your life in a different way. And I'm really enjoying the book called The Book of Joy, Lasting Happiness in a Changing World. I've been reading this, uh, and it's it's brought to you by the Dalai Lama and, and uh, Bishop Desmond Tutu, who are two amazing, compassionate uh, leaders, and I love their work and their insights. And one of the things that the Archbishop says is it, it dis discovering how to live from more joy is helps tremendously in your life, but it doesn't save you from the inevitable inevitability of hardship and heartbreak. It doesn't remove what happens, it just changes the way we feel about it. So, in fact, we might cry more easily, and we might laugh more easily too, he writes. Perhaps we are just more alive. Wow, doesn't that feel great? Just feel more alive. Yet, as we discover more joy, we can face suffering in a way that ennobles, ennobles rather than embitters. Feel that for a moment. If you're able to discover more joy, you can face the suffering that occurs with a more of an ennoblement rather than an embitterment. We have hardship without becoming hard, he writes. We are, have heartbreak without being broken. And I think that's really important when you're mastering stress is to understand it's not eliminating the stresses around you, but it's an empowering you to manage through it so that you can navigate. And last week we talked with, or the week before we talked with Dr. Joan Rosenberg on how to deal with unpleasant emotions. And I think that fits very well with this concept. You know, I think it's, it's amazing. So what is the starting of feeling more joy? I think that our brains are almost uh, patterned to look for the negative. We're constantly, you know, trying to find the risk, looking for things that don't work, uh, focusing on the negative or the, the criticism, the self-criticism. And what we want to do is change our mindset and our, our mental model to looking for the positive. And a friend of mine re recently uh, introduced the word pronoia. I love this word, pronoia. It's the opposite of paranoia. It means the universe is set up to work and, and give you everything that you need. It is actually set up to your advantage rather than things are out to get you, things are out to help you. And I think if we have that ability to operate from that, that point of view. So, um, so we're going to focus on some of the techniques and, and uh, devices that help you with this. And I, they, all of them, from my knowledge, all of them come down to training you to breathe. I know it sounds really simple, but your breath sings, sends so many signals to your autonomic nervous system, to your brain, it, your heart feels it, your gut feels it, you feel tension in your neck. Your breath can transformation transform that, and it can also help teach you what's going on. So I think learning and, and remembering to breathe through the day is fundamental. 
So, and the, one of the things that I've been doing lately is if I start to feel a little anxious or I feel a little uncomfortable, I take some breaths. I just breathe slow, deep breaths and really let the go, let the tension go. I, I reset my system and re come back to that state of joy, love, compassion, kindness, and, and, and get that focused attention. Because what we want to do is train our brains to be in a focused attention state when we need it and our emotional state to be uh, in that kind, compassionate state and operate from that. And what we're teaching ourselves is self-regulation. Emotional self-regulation, cognitive self-regulation, we're teaching ourselves how to operate from that higher state no matter what is going on around us. So, let's do something together. Are you guys comfortable? If you're driving, please don't do this. <laughs> Just remember to do it and then we'll do it later. So, uh, and, uh, and, uh, but it's very easy. You can do it with your eyes open. So if you are driving, it's probably a nice way to kind of reset your physiology as well. So what you want to do is, is to remember to take a breath deeply. And, and we want to sit in a comfortable place. And we're just going to do this simple technique. And we want to breathe in uh, for five seconds. And breathe out for five to eight seconds. So slightly on, longer on the out breath. So you ready? So let's just take a moment and kind of give ourselves a little break today. So get comfortable with eyes closed or open, depending on what's going on, and sit up straight. Put your hand on your belly or you put your hand on your heart. And really just focus on the area of your heart. And slowly inhale through your nose. Just do a nice, slow breath. Feel the breath start in your abdomen and work its way to the top of your head. Just feel the breath come in through your heart. Then reverse the process as you exhale through your mouth. Just sort of breathe out for five to seven seconds. Doesn't that feel good? Just remember to do that when you feel stressed or anxious or just remember to breathe and deeply and reset your system. So this is the core aspects of what meditation teaches you. It's part of the mindfulness, uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about that aspect. And it's also an important part of programs like HeartMath or uh, digital meditation devices and programs, and we'll go through those apps. And I think one of the uh, feedback devices that I've used is called Spire. Spire is a breath monitor that you clip to your pants or you clip to your belt and or your bra, and it helps you with learning or being aware of your breath. So when you're anxious, it gives you a gentle reminder. And using its proprietary algorithm, it tells you when you're focused and when you're in that uh, calm, aware state. And it gives you that feedback. So it's kind of, you wear it all day and it just gently reminds you like a little friend. Ooh, remember to breathe. Remember to reset your system. So I really like that one and I recommend checking it out. Um, so, uh, and, and the other thing that we also talked briefly about uh, was uh, mindfulness. And mindfulness is, a, uh, is very popular. And I think, uh, hopefully you've all heard about it. If you've not heard about it, there are some amazing, sites online. One of them I like is mindful.org and it really tells you how to get start with mindfulness and, and how to learn how to do some basic meditation to tame your inner critic or to help just really improve your practice. 
It gives you lots of audio, um, uh, sort of digital meditation practices, and it runs through a lot of the why is this valuable, um, what to do for this, and also how to, what does it mean? What does mindfulness mean? And I think that the the, uh, we all know that, or uh, hopefully you know that meditation has been proven scientifically valid to actually improve your health and well-being. And there's lots of research studies associated with what the practice of meditation can actually do for your health. It reduces stress. And our uh, one of the, the greatest mindfulness is John Kabat-Zinn, who created the mindful-based stress uh, program. And his website, if you or you want to learn more about that is really to look for John Kabat-Zinn. It's K-A-B-A-T dot Z-O-N, and it's M-B-S-R. Um, and he teaches quite a lot of materials that are available for free, and he also teaches at different programs if you're interested. It's often one of the ones that you'll see at hospitals. Uh, hospitals often run these programs. There's also prayer-based or faith-based meditation practices taught at churches and universities. I just I encourage you to search for yourself and find something that you feel comfortable with and just give it a try. You know, you can also try it at home uh, and uh, learn these techniques yourself. So um, it's a little bit about that. I also think what's interesting, uh, what I've learned on how to actually change the, the shift, the number one thing that I think works, and I've watched this by looking at people using uh, heart math to get into coherence, is humor. Humor is an amazing way to become joyful in your day and to feel more love and remove the stress. There's nothing like a, a joke or someone who disrupts a pattern of what we were, our family was talking about. You know, what do you do when things get tense in a meeting? And they said, well, sometimes I just call it out and make a joke about it or not joke at someone's extent, but sort of say, ooh, seems like it's gotten a little tense in here, you know, or, or just basically, you know, bring in some humor. And, and even if it's, uh, you know, the cat videos or, or silly jokes that we do or, or just, you know, enjoying wearing funny hats, uh, you know, I think that humor is, is a good way to uh, change your, your state and become more joyful. And um, th another way to really become, bring more love and joy in your life is to actually give, um, be part of that. And one of the ways that you do that is to be the change you want to see in the world. And I, I ask you to try this. You know the little technique that we showed before? We talked about how you focus on the area of your heart and you breathe. Heart math calls that the quick coherence technique. And they add the idea of sending out compassion or love or feeling love. That's really the fundamental is actually feel love, feel the state of kindness or compassion. And I just want you guys to write down right now what makes you feel joy. So what makes you feel love when is it the face of a loved one is it walking in nature is it exercising i look at my dogs and you can't help it that that they, they just have that tremendous ability to have unconditional love and those big brown eyes and uh, they're just amazing you can't help but feel joy looking at them you know i love watching kids play and how much joy they get out of just 
the simplest of things, you know, and, and one of the ways that I find joy is water. I love looking at water and watching water fountains and I love the ocean and I feel like the ocean is, has this great healing properties. Uh, another person to check in on this is, is the Blue Mind. It's uh, uh, Jay Nichols. Uh, he has an amazing uh, program associated with the power of healing of water in the oceans and how that really positively impacts your cognitive or brain function and your sense of being. And uh, also a lot of people get, uh, get joy from you Music, from hearing their favorite songs, from being able to uh, listen to the music that they need to hear or the frequencies they need to hear. And, uh, you know, we're all made of energies and we're all made of frequencies. So being able to tap into that higher sense of who we are is really important. So pick one of those things. And when you feel that, so let's just run through that technique. You run through the breathing technique. Feel that joy you felt around your, your pets or your loved one. And then do something from that state. And watch what happens. Sometimes I'll walk into a grocery store and I'll just feel like, okay, I'm just going to be compassionate and see how I can positively impact people's days. And you'll stand in line and, 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 and you'll have, you know, you do a little thing and then they'll do something and suddenly the line is joking around and people are getting this magic moment and, and everybody's being aware and they're kind of getting out of their, you know, focused direction and and kind of being present and uh you know and and then you you have the ability in that moment to to create joy around you and actually be the person that that inspires that inspires that and that helps you and from doing those kind of things you know it might be as simple as you know changing an environment or making a difference in a room or it could be um helping someone out or or being able to uh, uh, d donate your time. But I want to also caution, it's really important to put in your oxygen mask on first. And I know I have a lot of friends who are nurses and relatives who are nurses, and often they give so much they forget to do more for themselves. So we're going to come back after the break, and I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about self-care and how to uh, use techniques and biofeedback to be able to transform stress in the moment and take care of yourself first. This is Catherine Calarco on Humanity Evolve, and we're talking about stress, less stress, and more love in your life, and we'll be back after the break. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkhart and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkhart every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here.
This is Humanity Evolve with Catherine Calarco. To reach our show today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. Again, that's 1-866-613-1612. Or you may send an email to info at ccalarco.com. Now, back to Humanity Evolve. We're back. We're back talking about less stress and more love in our lives. And before the break, we walked through a simple breathing technique and talked about how breathing and remember to breathe during the day is such an excellent technique to re- reset your response to stress. And we also talked a lot about how what makes us feel joy and how we can be the joy in the moment for other people. And we ended on how to create more self-compassion and that we need to put the oxygen mask on ourselves first before we can help others or in in concert with helping others, right? So this is not a me practice. It's more of a self-care, self-compassion, and self-love. And I think we, when you start with that, it, it brings you up. It makes you feel better and, and, and shifts your attention away from the inner critic to the inner champion. And so uh, we want to move from paranoia to pronoia. And uh, with being completely aware of the things that are around us, but also on how we can effectively uh, present ourselves to it. So I'm going to talk a little bit about self-care and and techniques and and devices that help us with that. So um, I think the second biggest tip today is get some feedback. And I think it's important uh, when you are learning to be mindful or learning meditative practices, one of the things that uh, is important to note is that this is an inner job. This is about your inner state not about using externalities to actually affect you. Now, yes, of course, we can use the uh, intrinsic, extrinsic items to help us, you know, like, um, you know, challenges or, or uh, feedback devices or things like that. But all of those things are really helping us to build our inner strength, our inner capabilities. And uh, the, that's what meditation and mindfulness is, is about. And it changes your brain and cognitive state and it helps you to, be more present in the moment. So, yet sometimes people find it really difficult to meditate. They don't know if they're doing it right. You know, I had, you know, it's at several conferences where, where we're talking with people about these wearable devices. They're like, I don't know if I'm doing it right. I don't know if it's actually helping me or what's going on. So, what I've used is uh, the Inner Balance or M Wave or the Muse. Uh, uh, digital headband, brain sensing headband, or Spire, or other devices to help me know what's going on within myself. There are several wearables out there. I would look for ones that are validated, that have uh, a good pedigree in terms of their effectiveness, and are used by uh, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people worldwide. And uh, the, so the, the, the idea of getting feedback technologies and wearables is to provide real-time information on your physiological state. I am a big champion of heart rate variability. I believe heart rate variability provides a lot of insight. Now, for those of you who are not aware, heart rate variability is the beat-to-beat variation of your heart. You're thinking, well, my heart rate is 65 beats a minute. That's correct on an average, but what happens is that each beat if you're only counting that beat and it was that was the beat that was going to be for the entire 60 seconds 
the, it, your heartbeat could go from 60 beats a minute to 70 beats a minute to 90 beats a minute and back down again. And that's normal and natural because you need to have that resilience. So if there's a, a fire in the middle of the night and you need to get up, your heart rate can go to 140 as it needs to. And, and it's strong enough to be able to do that. So heart rate variability, is, so it, your heart rate will vary, you know, 10 to 30 beats uh, within a, 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 a within that minute, and it will um, it, it will change over your the lifetime of your uh, of who you are, right? So it decreases as we age. So heart rate variability is a is a, a signal or indicator of age, and you can affect it negatively or positively based on stress. So it is an indicator of one of how stressed your system, your autonomic or your nervous system is. It's also an indicator of how healthy you are as an individual with regard to um, if you have more variability in your heart rhythm, you can actually operate more as a younger person if you're able to build that within yourself. And there are ways to do that and ways to change your the amount of uh, variability that you have within your system and uh, and I'm not going to go into it in great depth but there's a lot of research out there I recommend heartmath.org um, there's also research if you look on some of the medical publications around heart rate variability and its impact you know please do the research and uh, check into the details if you're interested so it is if you are using devices to measure heart rate variability, there are chest straps that uh, work very effectively. There are several apps that will work with it. There are high-end uh, biofeedback uh, devices that are used in, um, that are uh, FDA approved that are used with uh, medical and health professionals. And then there are wearable devices that give you very similar feedback and help you tra to transform your health and well-being by managing your stress. If you manage your stress, you improve your health. So the uh, one of them I'm just going to walk through is uh, the HeartMath products, and um, they help you to get into a coherent state, and that is when you're breathing, your heart and your brain are in sync, and based on their 20 years of research, that is the state they call coherence. It's also a state of love. Isn't that cool? Wouldn't you want to live more of your life from the state of love and train yourself to be that way naturally? So what the training does is you put on an ear sensor, uh, you clip it to your ear, and what it's measuring is every beat of your heart, and then measuring the time distance between those beats, and then the patented algorithm converts that into information. So when you're in a smooth rhythm, you know, so your heart rate goes up and down in a nice smooth rhythm, that's coherent, and that's when your autonomic nervous system is in balance. And, and then when you're stressed, it looks like an earthquake tracing, so your heart rate will go from 60 to 90, 120, and back to, 10, back to 60, and then to 110, and, you know, just jumps around really erratically. And that's a little bit like your your uh, your nervous system is putting the brake and the and the gas on at the same time and and if you were a car you know what happens when you do that you burn the engine out so we don't really want that we want to reset and build resilience and we want to create more of that within our system so we want to do things that gives our physiology more more resilience it helps it to manage the shocks to the system and increases our capacity and our energy and reduces fatigue so the the uh, mindfulness meditation the heart math techniques all help you to do that so what the feedback does it converts your heart rhythm into a color 
So it says if you're if you're in in a low coherence, it's red. If you're in medium coherence, it's blue. And if you're high coherence, it's green. And so what you want to do is spend more time getting into the green and feeling that state. And when I first used this many many years ago, I didn't realize that my that I thought my natural state was to feel like really stressed, and that was what was supposed to be normal. And and I started to learn how to feel that my natural state is joy, and I can still have stressful things going in my life, and and I I haven't gone all zen and wobbly, and I can't get off the couch. I'm still highly motivated, but I'm motivated from purpose, you know, and I'm not motivated from from fear. So the that that kind of helps me a lot, and it's really improved my sleep and improved my ability to think straight and and have the courage to do things like this radio show to share more information with you guys. So, um, so I really recommend getting some feedback using these technologies to really know what's happening within your physiology and really being able to shift from a, a distressed state to a more state of kindness and, and love and learning what that feels like so that whenever you need to restore yourself after a stressful event, you can actually use those techniques in the moment, either pre a stressed event or, or post, right? So if you know something's going to be super stressful, you might want to use these techniques before you walk into that presentation or meeting and then after a stressful event or before walking into home after a big day you just use these use use these to help you reset your day and that just that reflects back Another one that I really enjoy is the Muse uh, brain sensing headband. There are several uh, EEG uh, devices that measure your brain waves and convert them into information. And there's lots of ways to to be able to get brain feedback. And um, I personally like to get both heart and brain. I I will touch a bit on the gut and what happens there, but I think the main thing is is to really get feedback on what's happening. And what happens with Muse is that you put a headband on your on your head across the front of your bra- of your forehead and behind your ears. And there's sensors behind the ears and right to at the front of your head. And what that does is it, it measures your brain waves and through their algorithm, they identify when you're in a, a uh, focused attention state. So it's a focused attention meditation. And what it does, it, you have to close your eyes and it's guided. You have some coaching along with you and that guides you through the breathing and, and, and sort of that mindfulness technique that we talked about earlier in terms of you know, observe the present moment, let your judgments roll by, and return to the present moment by focusing on your breath, right? And then just be kind to your wandering mind. If your mind wanders, just notice it and then pull it back to your breath. So part of dealing with very stressful situations and even to recovering from PTSD or um, sometimes as used ADHD or autism, these techniques help you to refocus and get into that positive, uh, calm, focused state and help you to operate from that, you know, to sort of bring yourself back in and go, okay, I can operate now from this state. And so that focused attention meditation is sort of like a beginner to help you to start on the meditation pathway. There are other uh, meditations such as the open awareness or compassion meditation that actually activate your brain waves and actually change the way uh, show up differently. And, um, and, and, and knowing this sort of helps you to understand. I mean, I've seen some amazing practitioners use these biofeedback devices and really they can manipulate their internal physiology based on their, their 
their own awareness, their, their practice, and their abilities. Now, let's talk a bit about practice. You know, using Spire, Muse, HeartMath, all the other devices that we've talked about, these techniques, requires practice. And I don't mean practice, you know, oh my gosh, I have to go to the gym for an hour and a half, you know, to get fit. No, this is daily practice for 5 to 15 minutes a day for at least 2 to 6 weeks. You really need to create a habit out of this state. And that's not a lot, and it's not hard to do. So I really encourage you to schedule and what I do is I schedule it in the morning. Like when I wake up, I do my meditation to start the day with that intention. I might use the one of the devices to kind of set my – today I use both the Muse and the Inner Balance together, and uh, that was kind of fun. And, uh, and then at night, which is really important for me, is to get sleep. And for me, sleep is fundamental in stress management. I can do a lot more and handle a lot more if I get a good night's sleep. So I use these feedback devices, meditation techniques, right before going to bed, along with sleep hygiene, such as uh, making it – darker in the room, having it very quiet, removing technology, you know, doing some simple techniques right before sleep in order to get myself into that state. Ariana Huffington's book and her Thrive Global really dedicate to sleep management and how to actually improve the quality of sleep and our ability to sleep. And I really advocate that as uh, something to do for stress management. So, Back to the practice. Didn't want to get away from that too much. So practice. Practice is super important, okay? So couldn't you wake up every morning and just think of something that's joyful and what's your intention for the day and just spend five minutes on that breathing technique and to really use, learn a mindful, listen to a guided meditation or, or just be present in that moment and use a meditation or a mindfulness technique for just five minutes. That's it. Just start the day and do that every day. And, and it's like a gift to yourself. It's like a put yourself first. You know, you need this because the world needs you. So what we need to do is actually do these techniques in order to take care of ourselves. And if we take care of ourselves, that has such a big impact to the world and the people around us and to everything in our lives. <clears throat> so, so this is a, 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 a take care moment. Take care of yourself. And, and doing that helps you to manage stress and be aware of stress and also to use that technique if stress shows up. So the second part of that is to really embody and really learn to feel joy and learn to find the joyful moments. You know, as caregivers like nurses or people that are taking care of other people or, or if you're a naturally empathic or, or sympathetic to others and you kind of forget to take time for yourself, what I'm doing is, is this is my Valentine's Day gift to you. Take a moment to love who you are. You're a gift to this world. So just take a moment to feel that love for yourself. Do the meditation for yourself. Run a mindfulness practice five minutes a day for two to six weeks. Just take that moment for yourself. And if you really, and doing it twice a day will help with sleep. And that's it. That's my gift. So please, please take that time for yourself and take that time to, to appreciate who you are and feel the love and compassion for yourself from yourself and that builds such a nice positive reciprocal feedback system within you that is so important for us today in order to manage the chaos or the overwhelm or the things that go on that we have to do. 
So that's a little bit on self-care and, and self-compassion, and you want to be able to do that um, uh, for yourself, and you want to be able to pr practice with these devices. And what will happen is that your natural baseline, your physiological baseline, whatever number you use for that, uh, will will increase. So your ability to be coherent, your ability to, to be uh, focused, attention, meditation, your ability to breathe in that sort of calm, calm or focused state will be improved. You know, and mindfulness and meditation techniques uh, deliver proven outcomes and benefits, and they're measured using these feedback devices. So you combine both of those, I feel that you'll get a, a your, your results will be visualized and they'll often be rapidly achieved. You know, and what we want to do is explore more of these technologies over the next uh, f several weeks together and really understand um, what helps, uh, what distracts, and how can we build this humanity within our technologies to help us be better people by naturally building our inner abilities, our inner capabilities, our inner capacity for love and joy, and that cognitive ability to outperform and and to exceed our our wildest dreams and our abilities to do things or feel a certain way or increase our cognitive ability and when any of you want to improve your ability to think better to solve problems to be more present in the moment to communicate better and to love both others and love yourself more all of these things are positively impacted by your ability to manage stress and your ability to change your physiological response to the stresses in the moment. So we're going to talk a little bit about um, sort of, we talked a little bit about EEG, we talked about HRV, we talked about breath and how important breath is. Um, I'm going to touch a little bit on 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 the gut. I, there is a nervous system within our entire body, and breathing. If you breathe deeply and properly, the you get that positive signal both within your 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 gut area as well. So I really I encourage you to when you feel anxious or overwhelmed to to just remember to breathe. So we uh, we're going to close off for this break. After we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about. Uh, uh, you know, changing your mental model and changing your biases to a more positive psychology. And we're going to walk through all the different sites that we talked about and some of the um, apps and, and items that I recommend. Uh, so we're going to come back. So hang with us right after the break. Call us if you've got a question. We might have some time at the end. I look forward to talking to you. This is Catherine Calarco on Humanity Evolve, and we're talking about stressing less and loving more. We'll be right back after the break. Thank you. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. This is Humanity Evolved with Katherine Calarco. To reach our show today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. Again, that's 1-866-613-1612. Or you may send an email to info at ccalarco.com. Now, back to Humanity Evolve. Welcome back. This is Catherine Calarco on a Humanity Evolve, and today we're talking about less stress and more love in our lives. And we've been reviewing some of the things like techniques such as mindfulness and meditation and practicing the breathing of the five seconds in and five seconds out uh, in, a, in a focused, uh, positive state. And we also went through the quick coherence technique from HeartMath. We talked a bit about the digital health devices that give you feedback, that help you to optimize your physiology and give you techniques to transform your physiological response in the moment. They include the HeartMath products, heartmath.org, or the Spire uh, breathing breath monitor, and uh, the Muse digital headband or brain sensing headband. There's also, I, I think, really important to really focus on what is meditation doing for you and also what is stress management doing for you. And I, there is uh, techniques and one of them is associated with pain. It's interesting the feedback mechanism around pain and what you can what what exasperates it and what makes it feel like almost go away, and a lot of it is breaking that uh, cycle, the feet negative feedback cycle. And I know that uh, I've experienced a lot of uh, pain at a particular time in my life, and and I remember uh, using these techniques and uh, and also using things like hypnosis or um, meditate or uh, recordings. Uh, guided meditations to help with uh, breaking that cycle so the pain would not be so extreme. And it is interesting that I even use it today when I go to the dentist, right? Because there's like this huge fear about going to the dentist or, you know, it might hurt, you know. And so I deploy the breathing technique and feeling that a positive emotion. And it really helps to not get focused on the pain. So I'm not paying attention to the pain and making it worse. I'm actually focusing on my breath. I'm focusing on, you know, feeling that calm, natural state. You know, I just sort of do a body scan and then I focus on my breath and I notice what my arms are doing. I soften my gaze. I feel my breath and if my mind wanders, I come back to the breath and I really engage that positive emotion and 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 really think about, you know, the beautiful sky or or the 
or the uh, face of a loved one or something very joyous and and I start to pay attention to those things rather than the drill in my teeth. <laughs> and so, you know, so it helps. And I suddenly don't feel the pain as much anymore, you know, and I don't feel the fear. And so there's that's a, a big aspect of this. And I and I think sometimes what this real what I realize is it starts me to notice the lovely things rather than look for the fear-based things. And so when I go for a walk. Uh, there might be a lot of challenges going on in my life, and I just need to go for a walk. I need to be out in the in the in the in the atmosphere. I need to see the nature. I just need to be out in the out walking, right? And nothing like a beautiful walk, even if in the snow. It's like wow, this is so beautiful. And you start to focus on the beauty, and you start to feel how grateful we are to be where we're at, or you know that there's a there was a cement street and in the cement ugly cement street there was this one a foxglove flower that was growing out of it it was like a miracle it's like how, how did you know life finds a way right and there's beauty in everything so you might think oh you know, nothing's great in my life you know I, I'm, I, and, and, and things are really bad but you can find one thing to look at and say Wow, this this is beautiful. The flower, the softness of a, of petting a dog, or the uh, the smile when you smile at someone and they smile back, and how that just radiates back. And I, I'm focusing on the simple because I think that's how we actually build the habit of looking for the good things, looking for the things that bring us joy, that make us feel love. And then you start to see it. Love is actually everywhere and you start to realize that and once you do it kind of becomes this mirror back to us and you know i'm like thinking wow people are really nice or this is really going well this magic thing is happening and you realize it's because it's coming from you because you're like that you're getting this mirror reflecting back to you so some of this is about focusing on what is your mental model or bias and what do you look for and what is your inner critic doing and I and I really encourage you to look at things like positive psychology and reframing your your focus and listen to Dr. Joan Rosenberg's uh, podcast that we had a couple of weeks ago, or even using the techniques of flow to help you to enter that state. And and some of the things that I use that I really enjoy um, that help a lot with being able to change a mental model is really pausing and going, is this hurting or helping? You know, is this real or imagined? What am I doing here? Why am I feeling and thinking this? This is not good for me. So I just breathe, right? And Angie Jonesy, who does a lot of work with PH360, talks a lot about changing your, you know, you want to kind of like, is your mind wandering? You want to bring it back to master control and, and who's in charge of your thoughts? Or, or you know, we really want to bring back in you know that that sort of calm aware state and really operate from that that point of view and and uh, the, we had that wonderful conversation with Nadine Chrisberger where she was talking about the seven characteristics of of the goddess that we are and really are we are we being are we managing from the all of our assets of who are we are are we running amok you know or is our mind running off you know and i i find it's really important that we engage both our heart and our mind in to create that alignment using biofeedback or using feedback or using the techniques to allow ourselves to operate from that and it's like 
okay, I just wandered off into this weirdness. I got to come back, right? So this is this this is not helpful for me. You know, the 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 mind is beating me up, and it's not helping me. So don't let your mind beat you up, and 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 really realize that you you have the ability to transfer that. Yeah, bad things might be going on, and you might need to change a few things in your life and all that. But you've got the capabilities within yourself to do that, right? And you can actually change your mental model and bias yourself towards the positive rather than the negative and see what shows up for one week. Catch yourself and catch those those critical, self-critical thoughts. You know, yeah, you might need to go to the gym more often or you might want to have better communications with people, but you got to recognize when you're doing it right as much as when you could improve and really, you know, uh, uh, being present and take that moment before you open your mouth or, or when you don't feel like going to the gym and you're going, okay, just get the shoes on and, and walk for two miles, you know, get your 10,000 steps, do the five miles a day kind of thing. So I really encourage you to, to really uh, to take time to watch what your thoughts are really spending, where you're spending a lot of your time thinking and, uh, and, and really help yourself uh, to, to do that. And, and even when your Fitbit or your, your wearable device tells you that you need to get up for another 95 steps, get up and do it. You know, and and don't think so much about it, right? It, it don't carry the burden around with you. Don't, you know, really release that burden. And I, one of the th- things I really enjoyed was uh, the Oprah and Deepak's 21-day meditations. Did you guys get that? Uh, it, it, I find that program wonderful. I, I just find that the Deepak's, uh, you know, focusing thought and, and the meditation around the particular theme kind of sets the day and it sort of learn, teaches you different things every day and gives you that, that gift of uh, meditation on the day. I also find that... that uh, there are great programs through Gaia, if you're aware of uh, those programs. There, and also Mind Valley has some amazing programs as well. I think they're they're excellent uh, uh, programs to look into and find things. And often they're free. It's often, uh, or you can get a mind, a class that teaches you on particular programs, and they're they're completely. Um, available uh, for free and I am not compensated from any of these companies on any of this this is all based on what I know and love and so I'm telling you my secrets in order for you to live a better life and uh, I I just want you to be um, more calm more aware more happy more love in your life and other apps that are that people have found and I I've used these I, I I don't use them as often as some of my other apps that I use but I do find that they they work for different things and they teach me different aspects. One of them is Calm, C-A-L-M. I find the app has a great great breath pacer and is really good at kind of bringing you into that sort of that sort of relaxed calm awareness state. Um, I I like Headspace because it runs you through a 10-day program. And um, some of my friends love that, love his voice and just go back to hear his voice. I, I'm, I'm more of a, a Deepak Chopra fan in terms of uh, uh, the, the, the resonance that he uh, uses within his guided meditations. Um, I also like Happify. I think Happify is so positive and cheery. It's like it just immediately changes your focus. I, think, I know there's lots of others out there. And if you have a favorite one, let me know. If you're also a coach out there or if you're using 
any of these techniques or you're an expert in this area, I'd love to hear from you on what, what you find works or if there's a simple tip that you'd like to share with other people or if you'd like to go a little bit deeper on some of the things that we brought up today, I'd love to hear from you and I'd love you to share that information with the community via the Twitter feed at Kath Calarco or via LinkedIn or the Facebook page. I really encourage us to share this information and I encourage you to share your wisdom with others. And again, those uh, the the digital health devices that we talked about were uh, Spire.io, which is the breath monitor, uh, ChooseMuse.com, which is the Muse brain sensing headband, and HeartMath.org um, for the the techniques and also the devices. Um, there is the Mindful.org uh, as well, and um, there's also a conference, uh, many conferences that really embody some of this. Or, there's mindful conferences. It's a couple of them in, back east, and they also run uh, groups um, that you can get involved in. There's also um, wonderful centers like Spirit Rock that help with some of this, and there's also um, the Wisdom 2.0 group is running a conference, and they also do local events and international events. And I think there's just always there's opportunities to get involved, whether you really want to take it very spiritual or whether you want to take it very medical. There is over 25,000 to 100,000 health professionals worldwide who are incorporating stress management techniques within their practice. They are using uh, various uh, CBD or cognitive-based therapy. They're using positive psychology. They're using uh, feedback. They're using visualization. They're using talk therapy. There's lots of ways to get help and lots of ways to learn how to manage the stress in your life. And you have that ability within yourself and I encourage you to get involved, find one thing, even if it's that breath technique that we used at the beginning of the session, to just just remember to breathe, you know, and then explore one or two of the others. It's not about doing everything, it's about doing one thing. And it's not about being a, critical on yourself, it's about loving yourself. And then share that love with other people. And really, it's about uh, being who you are and allowing the coolness of who you are to come out. Even if you think other people don't like it, they do. <laughs> we do. We care about you. So let's make this a, a, cog, a consistent practiced effort to do a five to 10 minute practice daily to reduce your stress and in increase your love for yourself and love for others and make this your special Valentine's gift. I encourage you to stay connected. I encourage you to talk with other people and share with friends. Uh, take that walk. Um, love your pets. Go to the ocean. Listen to great music. Do whatever it is that's important for you today and 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 know that you we have your back. This, this program is about you for you and us for us and a world that's better. So let's in, infuse humanity, use technology with techniques that really work to transform lives. I welcome you to get involved and share your experiences with us. I'd love to hear from you. Please email me at info at or connect on Twitter at Kath Calarco or via LinkedIn. Let's stay connected and keep this conversation going. This is the day to celebrate love and love to all of you today. Thank you for joining on Humanity Evolve. This is Catherine Calarco. It's been an honor to be with you today. Stay good. Stay cognizant. 
stay conscious, and share. And every once in a while, just give everybody a hug. Take care. We'll see you next week when we have the amazing Fabian Cousteau to talk about oceans now and into the future. Look forward to seeing you next week. This is Catherine Calarco on Humanity Evolve. Thank you for joining Catherine Calarco for this week's edition of Humanity Evolve. Be sure to tune in again next Tuesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll talk again then.